0: I am beyond excited to invite you to join me inside Manifest with Madeline, my most transformative program yet. Imagine this, manifesting on autopilot 24-7. Picture yourself attracting all the best things just by living in alignment with your unique design. In this program, we'll delve deep into your human design, Understanding the key chart elements that impact manifestation the most, and it's probably not what you think. No more wasting time on activities that go against your design. It's all about simplifying, living authentically, and letting the universe work its magic. Doors are officially open, but only until Friday, February 2nd. This is your opportunity to finally shift your life. Oh, and the first 20 students also get a bonus live workshop with me before the program begins to get you manifesting right away visit www.studiotimeout.com/mwm like manifest with madeline to learn more and claim your spot and i can't wait to see you there this is the beginner's guide to human design i'm your host madeline evergreen this podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too! After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about a fascinating topic. You get what you are. And by the end of this episode, you're going to have a deep understanding of what I'm talking about. Before we begin, I want you to stop and think about something that you want. It can be really specific. It can be really general. You may even want to press pause and think for a couple of minutes to come up with at least one thing. Here are some examples. I want a new house. I want a husband. I want to be pregnant. I want... $10 million. I want to lose weight. I want a fridge full of food. I want more clients. So those are just random examples I thought of off the top of my head. You're going to go and think of at least one thing that you want right now. Okay, you got it. So just say out loud to yourself, what is it that you want? Now that you know, I want you to ask yourself, are you willing to give the same thing back? Are you willing to pay it forward? Are you willing to walk the walk? You may not understand what I'm talking about at all, and that's totally fine. So we're going to get a very, very clear understanding of this concept soon here. I'm going to be sharing many, many, many examples, big ones, small ones, unique ones, really common ones, but hold that idea of Are you willing to pay it forward? Are you willing to walk the walk? Are you willing to give the same thing back to what it is that you want? Okay, just carry that in your mind. And you might be wondering, why are we talking about this on a human design podcast? Hmm, what does this have to do with human design and who does this apply to? This concept applies to all of you. It applies to everybody's human design chart. Everybody's chart says a million different things. We're all so unique. We have these major differences. Human design really is the science of differentiation. But the most incredible thing that I've learned from doing so many one-on-one readings and working with so many clients in group human design classes and programs is that we are all actually quite similar. Everybody, no matter what your design does need to prioritize doing what you want, getting what you want, and avoiding things like bending over backwards to please people, doing what society tells us is right, doing what we used to do, doing what people expect of us, doing things that are just really hard and we have to hustle and grind and force and push and make shit happen, right? So no matter what your design is, none of that stuff works anymore. Maybe that used to work a long time ago, but it just doesn't work anymore. That's not the way of this new world that we're in. And this concept is going to help you, no matter what your design is, it's going to help you to align with your design a lot better. Yes, there are Definitely nuances and tweaks and unique adjustments that you can make depending on things like your energy type, even your strategy, your authority, your profile, all of that stuff can apply here. But this is also an incredible episode to listen to. If you don't really understand your human design chart, or maybe you don't even like human design, you're not even interested in it, then this will still apply to you. All right, so let's walk through a bunch of examples. Let's say that you have a massage therapy business and you see clients for appointments and you want more clients. Maybe you're only halfway filled in your schedule and you're struggling to get more clients. So I want to ask you right now how much do you charge? Let's say $100. Do you, the massage therapist, regularly spend $100? to get massages or something similar from other practitioners like do you pay that much do you go and maybe get acupuncture or chiropractic or reiki or energy work or some other kind of massage for yourself and spend at least a hundred dollars on a regular basis do you do that if you don't you're not ever going to be able to fill your schedule with clients at that rate What you ask for, you need to already be embodying and giving. So no matter what the situation you're in, like let's say you own a restaurant, do you go out and indulge in other people's restaurants? Do you pay money to go and enjoy another person's restaurant? Let's say you are a dentist Do you value your own teeth and do you spend money and energy and time having dental appointments and getting your own dental work done? Are you walking the walk? Are you paying it forward? If you're being stingy and you're not doing what you're asking for, it's very unlikely that you'll ever get the clients, the customers, the patients that you want. All right, let's do another example. Love. Are you trying to attract love? Do you want more love in your life? Well, ask yourself this. Do you have an open heart? Do you give love today to anybody? Do you give love to yourself? Do you give love to strangers? Do you give love to your friends, maybe your mother, or to the checkout person at the grocery store? Or are you withholding love because you feel bitter that you don't have it? You feel stingy and like you have to be um, limited in your love because you're not receiving love. Watch what happens to your love life when you open your heart and you start giving love first to yourself and then to other people. Okay, what about this one? Are you trying to manifest a home? Are you trying to attract your dream home into your life? Well, wherever you live right now, do you already show love and appreciation and care to your home? Have you maximized your home? Have you shown gratitude and do you Actually, love aspects of the place that you live right now, no matter what it is. This is something that really hit me hard maybe a year ago. Um, my husband and I live in a house and we bought it, um, I don't even know, maybe four or five years ago. And for a couple of years, I've already been dying to move. I've been complaining about the house. I only see the flaws. And the truth is, is that it's a great house. There's really nothing wrong. My husband loves it. Other people that come over like it. It's not yucky or bad. It's not broken. It's just, I have big dreams and I want huge, huge things in my life. I want the most incredible, huge Victorian mansion you've ever seen in your life. That's what I really want. And I realized I was spending so much time Criticizing my home. It's too small. There's no coat closet. I want a porch. My neighbors are right outside my window. I mean, I can complain up the wazoo. Complaining is like my default shadow side. And I realized, wow, I'm wasting my life away bitching about this house. This is a great house. I bought this house. I love this house. I. Worked so hard, putting this house house together, painting it, decorating it I've really made it a home, and why not actually love on my house right now? Appreciate it, have gratitude for it, and enjoy the moments that I'm in it because the truth is is that I live here, and it's just fine it's great so again, if you want a home, are you maximizing your current living space, whether you live on somebody's couch? You live in a hotel or you live in a house, whatever it is, are you actually maximizing your situation and showing love and appreciation to your home right now? What about weight loss? Maybe you're manifesting a big weight loss. First of all, side tip here stop calling it weight loss and start calling it releasing weight. Words are everything, but we'll just use weight loss for the sake of clarity. So do you already live like a person who is at a healthy weight? Do you already appreciate and treat your body as if you're at your goal weight? If you already are living that way, then the weight loss or the the weight uh, release or whatever it is you're looking for is going to come so much more softly and quickly and easily and with pleasure and it will be accompanied with love. It won't be this grind and hustle and push and then you get the weight loss and then suddenly, bing, you spring back to your heavier weight again. But if you already love on your body and you treat your body as if you already are at your goal weight, that's how you start the process of weight release? What about a partner? Maybe you are trying to manifest a husband or a wife or any other kind of partner, a business partner, a ballroom dance partner, an acro partner, um, a project partner. This could apply to anything. Are you already the best partner you could ever be starting with yourself? Are you partnering yourself like your dream partner would? Hmm? Big, big, big thing here? Or are you neglecting yourself? Look at the areas of of your life where you're already a partner at something, maybe even a board game. Are you a really, really excellent partner? Or are you being stingy? Are you withholding because it's not perfect yet? It's not your dream match? Hmm? Ask yourself that. This hit me really hard once when I heard a ballroom dance coach talk about this. My husband, Christopher, and I are amateur ballroom dancers and we do competitions and we are just, we just love it. And... I follow some different ballroom dance coaches and dancers on Instagram. And this one coach, she's like this super strict, intense, you know, scary Russian. She's amazing at coaching. She owns a studio and she produces a lot of high level dancers. And she made a reel once that just, I'll never forget it. She was saying that everybody always complains about their partner. My partner doesn't work hard enough. They don't spin fast enough. They don't do this good enough. They don't look good enough. They don't, you know show up the way I want them to. And she said, before you ever even have any of those thoughts, write a list of all of the qualities of your dream ballroom dance partner. All of them. Like, how early do they show up for practice? What do they look like? What are they wearing? How do they dance? What are their dance skills like? How much investment are they putting into it? All of it. And then she said, look at that list. And are you doing all of those things? She asked. Are you maximizing and perfecting and fully embodying all of the things on the list of your dream partner and probably not I'm guessing not so stop worrying about your partner or your lack of a partner and instead be the best partner ever right now whether you are a partner or not be a partner to yourself Okay. The next example, maybe you are trying to sell a $5,000 retreat. Maybe you are a um, meditation coach or yoga, and you want to do a yoga and meditation retreat in Bali, and it's $5,000. I want to ask you this, have you paid $5,000 for a retreat? If not, maybe this isn't for you yet. Or if it's not a retreat, have you paid $5,000 for something? Coaching, um, help, for a class, for a program, for a conference, something like that. And if you feel like, oh, I could never spend $5,000 on a retreat, I'm going to almost promise you, you won't be able to be successful selling a $5,000 retreat. I continue to invest in myself. If I'm going to be a person... That asks people to pay for things, whether it is a little exercise class I teach, or whether it's a huge manifestation program I'm running, or whether it's something in between. I also go out and pay for coaching of my own. I have paid for exercise, I have paid for equipment. I am also going to a retreat for myself. I'm going to a retreat in Sedona in a couple of weeks here for my own internal healing. I've been to plenty of retreats. I've been to months of breathwork retreats. I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm saying it because that's how I've become successful. When I go out there and do the thing, then I'm able to facilitate the thing for the other people. So you replace the word thing with whatever it is that you're doing. Okay, the next one. Are you a podcaster and you're asking for podcast reviews? Well, do you write reviews? Or a restaurant owner and you're asking for restaurant reviews. Do you write restaurant reviews or movie reviews or massage reviews? Do you do that? Ask yourself that. Or maybe you really want more Instagram engagement. You want people to comment and share. Do you engage with other people's Instagram posts? Do you write comments? Do you share? Do you save things on Instagram if you want people to save your stuff? maybe you want more attention from your friends more recognition more love from them do you love on your friends do you think about them and reach out to them do you um, do things for them out of the blue do you boost them up on their social media or recommend their services or do you just ignore them because they're your friend and you they don't really matter and then the last one here money do you want money Well, how are you treating your current money right now, even if you only have one penny? Are you disrespectful to your money? Do you ignore your bank account? Or are you stingy and you never, ever, ever, ever spend? Or are you overindulgent and you're gluttonous and you spend excessively? How do you treat your money? Do you love your money? Do you have a relationship with it? Do you talk to it? Do you interact with it? Do you go out there and spread money to organizations and businesses that you want to support? Or do you hold it all inside and then you expect it to grow? So these are some tough, tough questions to ask yourself. And I would love to hear if any of these hit home for you. Please reach out. I get really lonely sometimes doing these podcasts because, you know, it's just me. I'm, I'm here kind of just sitting in a room alone. Or sometimes my cats are with me. But i I think that these concepts are really amazing and I read your reviews of this podcast and I'm absolutely blown away especially because this has had such a global reach. Oh my goodness, you guys are from all over the globe. I don't know if you know this, but this like beginner's guide to human design community is all over the place. I it makes me want to go on a world tour and meet you all. I'm not even kidding. But what was I even saying? Oh, yes. If something hit home for you today, if one of these concepts like struck a nerve, struck a chord, almost made you angry, I want to know. I want to know, you guys. I want to know what's going on with you. I want to know if this is impacting you. How is this shifting? Is there confusion coming up for you? Is there clarity coming up? So the best way for us to continue this conversation is over on Instagram. Send me a DM. Or even better, just write me a comment under any of my posts or any of my reels and let me know how this information is landing for you. What's working? What's making you mad? The other day somebody told me, oh, I was listening to one of your episodes and it made me so mad I had to shut it off. And then I realized it's because I was being triggered and you were actually being truthful. And it was hitting a chord. It was striking a nerve for me. Great. Great. So if something today made you kind of mad, Tell me. I would love to hear about it. I would love to. And guess what? You can take as long as you want to implement this type of information. No need to rush. No need to go out and change today. No need to change at all. Just open your mind to the possibility that some of these mindset and behavioral shifts can really open up your world and allow you to begin manifesting what's really meant for you. You deserve so much. You deserve so much more. And this is one small, simple, yet sometimes painful, and then very rewarding step that you can take. And if you're ready to take a deeper dive, if you're the type of person who is serious about upleveling, and you've had it with having a crappy life, or pushing and shoving and not getting results, then join me inside of Manifest with Madeline. The doors are going to be closing for registration on February 2nd. The program begins on February 19th, and I don't know if I'll be doing it again. I'm just going to say this here because people keep asking me, are you going to do it again in six months? Are you going to do it again in a year? Who knows? I run my entire business by following my strategy and authority in the moment. I plan short amounts in advance. I have absolutely no plans for after February 19th, and um, I'll do what excites me. So maybe it'll come back, maybe it won't, but this is your opportunity. If you feel called to have a significantly better life and you're serious about transformation, don't let this pass you by. You can go to studiotimeout.com slash MWM, like manifest with Madeline, to get the details and then tune into your own strategy and authority to determine if this is the right program for you. I'm going to leave you with that. I love you all and I will catch you next time.